Yo, what's good with y'all? Money Gang Pod, episode 73. And if it don't sound like I'm excited, then that's, that's very deceiving because I'm very excited. And we're clocking in for this episode, historic, 73. Shout out to the Audio Mac listeners, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify listenership. It's way more than that, but I'm not going to name all those apps. I'm just naming the main ones. But have a very special guest. The accolades. Too many to name. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know who I'm talking about. I know I'm dragging on this intro. I'm ready to get to the episode, but I had to do this. And the beautiful Simone. Tell the people, hey. Hi, everyone. How you feel? Your first time on the pod? Let everybody know. Mm, I don't know. Mm. Gotta describe. Y'all know what it's like to be on the pod, man. We're a minute in. We ain't even kicked it off. We still in the intro part of the episode. How do you feel? I feel great. <laughs> it don't sound like it. Seems forced. Seems forced. But let's get into the episode. Glad to be back. Last week didn't happen, but we still here. Let's get it. So, first off, uh, I'm uh, going a whole new new direction. You know NBA. You know the whole NFL draft thing, boring via Zoom, all this bullshit, not interesting. Only thing keeping us afloat is the ratchet stuff of the hip-hop industry. But, other than that, we have a, on a more important note, the... Pros and or cons of being a quote unquote essential worker. Now, this topic was brought to me. You feel me? This was nothing I was going to touch on. So, Simone brought that to me. Something she wanted to talk on. I will voice my opinion. But the floor is yours. So, how do you feel? Well, like you say, it's a lot of pros and cons about being an essential worker. I mean, everybody is happy. You have a job, of course. But, uh, no, I wish I'd rather sit at home and receive my $600 like everybody else. Because working, um, me and John, we both work at Kroger. If you don't know what Kroger is, it's a grocery store. And we work, we both work in the quick list department to pick up uh, where everyone come, they pick up their groceries and we shopping for them. So the company really doesn't care about their workers because um, they have us around, my store, we do about 60 orders. Jeremy, your store do about what, two, 200? 100. Yeah, she, 100. She said it's supposed to be up in it. Yeah, every week we go to work, we have to get on these conference calls with different district managers, and they tell us, oh, we're going to up the number of orders you can do. If we're practicing social distancing, why are we increasing increasing the number of people that we're hanging around? I'm making no sense. Really? But then you want to put to the public like you care about your workers, you give us this little $2 hero bonus. It's really not a hero bonus because it's what, an extra $50 on your check? And all this mask stuff like that. You gotta wear these masks. They might as well just shut this whole thing down for real. Exactly. You gotta wear a mask to work, mandatory. 
Oh, you gotta wear gloves to work. You gotta get your temperature checked when you come to work. Like, if we have to do all this, why, why, why are we out here in the public? I mean, the deeper problem is the higher-ups, man. I mean, you got these people that own these big chains of stores and corporations, and they don't care about none of this pandemic. I mean, they. I bet everybody's watching CNN and whatever local news and seeing all these people with these cases. And obviously, got to be the local news if we, in Mississippi, and then, so they're watching Mississippi news, so they know people that have all these cases, the people that have died globally, and the people that could possibly die in this state. So, I mean, they're taking a risk, and it shows you how money-hungry people are. But one thing about Kroger and any big, big company is you can die tomorrow, and they're going to step right over your body and keep working. They're not going to say anything to your family. They're going to send some chicken to to the funeral, the repast. Oh, embarrassing. A, a box of chicken. That's what you're going to send my mama <laughs> when I pay us out from coming to work. Oh, I mean, this thing, it was, if they wanted to change for the better, I mean, obviously, the alternate thing, I mean, would shut the store down, meaning nobody, no customers could come in. And somehow, I mean, bro, these companies got money, so they could have enough company vehicles, people could drop off groceries or something like that or something like that. But they're not trying to do nothing like that. They still want to keep everything the way it is, and they put everybody mm-hmm. at risk, and they don't... They trying, it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But, I mean, one case could break this whole corporation, bro. One but they had, they had the case, remember? The guy in the, uh... The, I'm talking um, about within within that store. When you at the warehouse? At the warehouse. I'm yeah. talking about within within a store. I want some... It's, t- it's going to take for somebody in that staff in that store to get it, bro. They're going to be like, oh, no, we need to shut this down. Oh, we, we're they're risking not, They're oh. not going to publicly put that out there. I can guarantee you somebody probably have hated it. You think they're gonna put that out there to the public? Nah, keep that keep that on the low. So they can keep on working like nothing going on. Ah, uh, so what are they gonna do with that person? They're gonna they're gonna pay them, quote unquote, for those two weeks. They quarantine. Okay. But I mean it's like it's bro, it's either way how you look at it, bro, it's still playing with fire. You know? Like still playing with fire and it's making it's making this thing like it's making this feel like you really I mean, not my not me. I mean, um, you know, I ain't putting as much time as you. But somebody like you who, you know, who's um adds value to who adds value to one's company, it shows you what they really feel, how they really feel about you. And yeah. I mean, it shows you like 'cause me I mean, you put years and almost a decade and to still be having to do all this shit within this, bro, like, this is serious. Mm-hmm. And Trump thought it was a hoax at first until all this shit happened. Like, it's not a hoax. This is real. And everybody, people don't want to admit it, but they still scared. Can we just talk about Trump and him telling people to inject themselves with disinfectant? Oh, yeah. This is wild. Like, Perfect segue. <laughs> Perfect segue. Should we do audio for this? Or should we just, I think everybody has seen it by now or heard it by now, but I, don't, I ain't going to do audio for this but he's just a moron it's, it's no it's no way to say that but you, you have people doing this i just watched a video on facebook of the guy that drunk the alcohol you gonna drink a bottle of rubbing alcohol it's never that serious folks it's never that serious i mean okay 
Um, these white people don't want to talk about this, bro. But it has to be said, bro. Like, these white people act like Obama was the worst president of all time. I mean, for the most part, out of every president that has ever said anything, you know, you know, these presidents just be trying to gas everybody up to get the vote. Obama really fell through on the the big things that he said he would do. Meaning, if you remember his last term, he pardoned all those people out of jail, all those guys that got locked up in the late 90s for all these petty weed charges that did maximum years and all that. He pardoned them out of jail. That's what he said in 08. He would pardon people out of prison He if he felt that they got locked up in the Clinton era and Hillary, when Bill was in there, but when Hillary was basically running and everybody knew it <laughs> and Bill was getting head from Monica Nowinski the whole nine, but... Wow, you have to go back like yes. that. Yes, yes, that's what that that's what politics was back then. But that's what happened. And Obama pardoned those people out of jail. Those guys got all these petty weed charges and parole violations. They got all 25, 30 years. And you could say Kim Kardashian helped that out. I mean, I mean, you know how I feel about Kardashians. But if you look at the positive stuff Kim Kardashian have did in the last for the last few years, she have helped people get out of prison. Yeah. And she have talked to Donald Trump, and it, so give it that. But Obama did what he said. Trump did nothing. He said he he led with a he building a wall. He led with building a wall to keep Mexico out of there. That's what he led with. He didn't say nothing about stimulus. If he said something about stimulus, then <laughs> oh oh, all the black people would vote for him right then. I'm telling you, that's how black people is over money. It don't matter. They don't care about politics like that. If he said something, he said about, that's the only thing he he did for everybody. Okay, chalk it up. I mean, you did more than Bush, but I mean, hey, hey, okay. There's no, it, well, I don't know. Some people feel like this could be worse than not. Well, some people already feel like this Corona stuff is worse than nine eleven. It is worse. You, you never. But because nine eleven happened right then, it was tragedy. You feel me? This is ongoing. We don't know how many people are gonna be dead when it's all said and done with this, y'all. About two months in. And so I don't know. Man. This whole Trump thing, I wish I wish we had Obama at times like this. Obama is the coolest person in the world. Ob- he shut everything. Up. Obama, yeah, exactly. Obama would have had his birth. The first time he heard about it, but Obama would have been on it. And I need, I know y'all people don't want to talk about this, but it's it's the truth. I mean, if you want to look at it, it, it. It's it's a gap. It's really a gap, bro. Because you look at the good presidents, it's JFK. It's JFK, it skips, then it's Clinton, then it's Obama, then I don't know what the hell we going at. That's how it looked. It, that's how it looked, bro. Like those, those the best presidents we had in recent history. But everybody else, no. Anything else you want to say? Okay, this. It's just crazy. These people, um, drinking, drinking this. Uh, Disinfected and all that. And bro, why do these people come here every day looking for hand sanitizer and looking for Lysol. paper towels? And I'm like, bro, there's no Lysol. If they put in another order for Lysol. I tell y'all that every day. I tell y'all that, bro. Y'all go down there and look in the aisle. And motherfucker, I hate when motherfuckers ask you, oh, is someone in the back? Well, now they're stealing the tissue. I'm like, yeah, like, bro. We have people stealing tissue off our cart. You don't never get that serious. I'm like, bro. Oh my god! In the beginning, all these "I am legend" memes and all this stuff—it was funny now. But now, bro, y'all people, y'all just y'all irking my nerves for real. 
You got people scared to goddamn walk in a, a two foot radius of you. Like, this white man, bro. Like, I was walking out the store, the motherfucker moving around and shit. I'm like, bro, it's never that serious, my guy. Like, but then you had the ones that stand right next to you, just yeah. close to you. I'm like, can you please back up? But y'all look like a bunch of morons. If y'all could see how y'all look, bro, y'all y'all wouldn't like do a bunch of bullshit that y'all do, bro. Y'all motherfuckers, bro. Like before all this shit, but y'all motherfuckers ain't goddamn put hand sanitizer on this much, nigga. We get flu season every year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like y'all motherfuckers, like, oh, touch the doors, touch a public handle. Put hands up. Well, I wasn't doing that first. It oh, took- no. I got a story for you. This lady, she came in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Well, I went in the bathroom. And she was coming out the stall with gloves on. She goes to the sink. And wash the gloves. Wash the gloves. But no. I seen this, but somebody at work that will remain nameless. But they did all that shit with the gloves on, like. These motherfuckers, they was eating with the same gloves on. Yeah. And I'm just like, so you don't think taking them off would be, you know, at least safer because you did all that stuff with the gloves on. Like, that's the whole point, right? I don't get why are you eating with I don't get it. The people just, yeah. it's like you you see how. So smart, you dumb. Yeah, like, I don't get it, bro. I thought that was the whole point is to, you know, get the germs off your bare hands. Instead, you still proceed with the gloves like they're your actual hands. Like, y'all do know y'all need to wash those face masks every day, right? Because some people just throw it on the on the. Uh, yeah, some people reuse on the ones. I'm like, bro, if you <laughs> mirror re- in the car, and then the next day pull it off and put yeah. it back on. I'm like, bro, if you reuse that, that's more nasty than you just walking around bare face. Exactly. You think about it, because like, nigga, that's the shit. All oh, right, no, some of y'all people hurt. I know all y'all breath don't smell too good. So, uh, <sighs> no. So, all right. But yeah, people are just morons, and y'all voted for this guy, bro. And this is how he react, bro. You remember this is the same guy that was shooting the paper towels and he was shooting the paper towels in the crowd like he was <laughs> Kevin Durant and shit. You remember that? Yeah. Like this is the same guy, bro. And y'all niggas, like, bro, like he's shooting paper towels, like. That's who y'all voted for, bro. Like, this is what happened. This is how he reacted in times like this. This is a serious time, bro. And this nigga said, inject yourself with this bullshit. Like, you just have to come back and clean it up. No, nah, bro. You already said it, bro. You had people write the little speech for you, bro. That's what they meant for you to say, bro. You said it, bro. You can't go back on it now, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. You should have had Bernie, bro. You see? You should have had Bernie. And the old man, Lord knows how long he's going to be living, bro. He had a chance to be president. Y'all let him lose to this guy, bro. Shit stupid, bro. But all right, bro. Let's move on. So, lately and currently, we've been watching, what, the Netflix cult classics, so to speak. All American. Now, if you call, if you recall what I said last time, I was talking about All American. I said it's only because of quarantine that we are watching these shows. Because other than that, I do not think we'll be watching a bunch of C plus actors. 
Now, I could, that that is confirmed. Now I said I went out on the limit. Except Tay Diggs. No, no, everybody know what Tay Diggs is, and he brings it together. But no, bro, I told y'all last time we would not be watching this, and I was right because watching these people act, bro. Who did these auditions? <laughs> who did these auditions, bro? So, as what you know, season two, episode seven. And we almost done with this episode, but we paused it to make this pod. Thank you very much. Now, let's talk about this, man. <laughs> what? Why is this? This show is a drama, but it's more funny than it is dramatic. And when they try to be dramatic and serious, they act so bad that it's comedy. So, let's talk about Coop. <laughs> <laughs> Coop is the reason this show is hilarious as it is, bro. Coop is the only reason we watch this show. <laughs> we just waiting for the scenes with Coop. She just, bro. She just, bro. It's like she don't know what the hell is going on <laughs> ever, bro. Like she's always curious. Like she's lost in the days. Like, bro, you know what you signed up for. And most recently, she's on the path to be to join the rap industry. It don't like it's going well. Don't like it's going well, bro. Let me look at, if you look at her timeline, what did it start off with? It started off with Spencer leaving and she joining the gang. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you fast forward to now, she done snitched multiple times. She got Tupac locked up. You know Tupac. That's Demetrius Ship Jr. He has a role on this. What's his name up here? It's something. Well, yeah, I call him Tupac because that's his most notable role so far. But, yeah, she got Tupac locked up. She snitched on all these people, bro. She got people popped. And it's like, bro, like, how is she still alive? <laughs> like, how is she still alive? Like, I don't understand. It's like, and now she out here trying to rap. You got Fizz. No. I had tears in my eyes. Left me Jeremy. Watch this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Coop, you rolling? <laughs> rolling where? <laughs> like, bruh, you know they jumped your punk ass in that gang. Like, why is you acting like you gonna got something to do every night, bruh? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? She do got something to do, snitch. Yeah, then she wanna run to the police. She, uh, she tipping these motherfuckers, or they tipping her. Like, bruh, get the fuck up out of here. <sighs> so, the rap career. The rap, yes, bruh. So, she. Oh, the, to start that episode, let's bring it back. To start that episode off, she starts off what battling somebody in school, giving these these nursery rhymes, two year old, second grade rhymes or whatever. She thought she was she had dreams of going viral. What happened? Two hundred measly likes. She said she did go viral. Yeah. Two hundred likes. She said I'm viral, and her girlfriend said not with two hundred likes. And she was still telling people. I like. I ain't gonna lie. I like the confidence. Actually, she was confident. I love the confidence, but no, bruh. and it got her gassed up. Everybody somehow her definition of viral, which is two hundred likes, somebody gassed her up to go to what open mic night, <laughs> rap battle or whatever between locals, and she she breezed through the first two rounds until Fizz. Now if you know who Fizz is, it's B two K, right? Mm-hmm. Fizz, yeah, he's B2K. But most recently, he's a love and hip-hop star. You feel me? He's a regular up there. 
So you let a singer in real life come and just like just Mike Tyson you Floyd Mayweather you cross this whole shit. Now when Fizz gets up, like no, and Simone can she can refer to you. Before he started rapping, I said he's a singer. What the hell is he about to do? That's the first thing he said. That's he the first. It's <laughs> literally what the first thing I said. And damn it, if I wasn't wrong, from the from his first line, he just torched her ass, bro. He torched her and he talked about all the shit that she had did in the neighborhood. Snitching, getting people shot, getting people killed, all this shit. She even threw a line in there at Spencer. He even said her, her girlfriend wasn't in her weight class. That's not the ultimate disrespect. And if you, somebody like me that knows rap battle and battle rap culture, he won. She choked. She didn't even get a mic. And now she's talking about she's going to be neighborhood nip. I don't even understand. Like, but this whole thing is funny. Like, these people, like, this whole CW. You like neighborhood nip? Yeah, like neighborhood nip did. Like, but, no, but. I don't recall Nipsey also ever losing a battle rap. And it's just like, bro, the fuck is this, man? How? She's sitting at the shop and like writing lines. Yeah, she writing, she writing and shit, but I mean, but it's whack. And I, I don't think nobody outside of watching this show has ever heard you rap. Well, Emperor. And that's I not, told you she did the little battles with Hakeem on Emperor. Is that really a good reference? I mean, I Empire. mean, it's the only... Emperor, you know, you remember? I'm siding with 50 on this, bro. They came out the same time. They stole 50 idea. And which one ended up better? Power. I was just saying she was on the show. You say you ain't heard her rap on nothing new. I don't want, nah, yeah, but I mean, yeah. She was on Empire. For those who watch Empire, y'all have heard her rap before this. This is my first time. This is my first and only time. I'm not going to Apple Music or Spotify trying to. But wait, we we still stuck on the part of how you a blood, but you're trying to be, you trying to be a rapper. I mean, yeah. She's just, she's just jumping around. You can be blood. I mean, but. You can't be a blood and snitch, though. You supposed to get you you supposed to get violated like you not supposed to, you know, speak to me. I know there's kids listening. You feel me? So I ain't gonna get into that. But there's no way possible that's supposed to happen, bro. After that snitching and the Tupac getting locked up, oh no, bro. Oh, no supposed to come see her that night, but she's not supposed to make it to Spencer game or none of that. None of that, bro. She's not walking around the hood. And after that, like that, that whole timing is so bad. I know Tay Diggs is tired. I know he's tired of going on set with these. C plus actors, bro. He carrying the show. He's not the best acting, bro. None of these, none of these people can act. Not even the little boy. Like they can't even get a good child actor. Like, come on, bro. Like, damn, you only had one job. Supposed to, he just cried over his daddy. You talking about my tone and stuff? He can't control his voice control. At one minute he, I'm angry, I'm angry. <laughs> like, bro, come on, bro. It's like this man. This man is obsessed. Everything with that. go back to his daddy. He blames every single thing that happens to him. It could be something that's going on with somebody else, and he gonna say, "But my daddy loved me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, like, even when Layla was going through all this stuff, and she trying to tell him, "I'm going through depression," but my daddy though, <laughs> like, <laughs> everything don't go back to that. But I don't know what the hell is wrong with Spencer, man. But. He need to let that shit go, man. Because now he see it. Now he's seeing that it was a bunch of bullshit. He should have let it go. And it was a bigger problem than him leaving him as a kid. It's much bigger than that, man. He's seeing it now, bro. 
You should have been crying about all that bullshit that happened when you was a kid, but like, bro, you the damn grown man, damn near like, the hell is you still crying about that shit for? I mean, yes, it happened, bro, but at some point, you gotta take responsibility. I'm just saying how everything related. Yeah, I'm to saying though, like this nigga is obsessed with that whole shit, bro. Like, I don't understand. I really don't. Then we watch little fires everywhere. Well, you don't watch it. I watched some of it, yes. But go ahead and tell me the, the stuff that I miss right now. That's the perfect time. Wow, really? You want to update on the pod? Mm-hmm. Carrie Washington had the crowd face as usual. <laughs> that pretty much sums up the show. So that's not nothing that I missed since the last time. Um, what happened? The little white girl, she got an abortion. And she used the black girl name. And now her mama found out, so she think the black girl had the abortion, but really your child had the abortion. Why she keep using her stuff and name and stuff like why? Yeah, she just she just use her for her name. She pretend to be their girlfriend. That's what white people do anyway, though. Yeah. I mean, Carrie Washington did try to warn her. She told her, "Don't me, don't me, you know." Try to be buddy, friends, buddy with yeah, with the whole dress situation and shit. She told her from the very beginning. Yeah. And then the other lady, the Chinese lady lost her baby. How she lose her baby? They gave they gave the um baby to the other lady. Oh yeah, I thought you meant they like she died or something. Nah. They gave the baby away. Oh, so alright, yeah, uh, that was that was what I was supposed to do, bro. So, before we end this segment. Remember I used to buy For all y'all Y'all probably don't remember You know I gained fans a lot For the last Couple years Or so But If you remember the first Like 20 episodes right You remember like I used to say some Random ass shit right And I used to ask y'all like Like how y'all feel about this shit So This shit says Victor Cruz And Karushi They spend 20 hours On FaceTime A day like, is that excessive or not? <laughs> I mean, we was in we was in two different states. I don't think we spent twenty hours. No. It was the, at the most. It was when we were asleep. That's when we had the most hours on the phone. Yeah. But twenty hours, twenty hours on Facetime. What kind of phone? Yes, bro. During quarantine, I don't get it. Shouldn't y'all be together during quarantine? I guess they just keep the phone on all day. But I be dumb. I gotta hold the phone then. What kind of battery life do you got? What I need that phone you got. You know, some people got the damn um the cases with charges in them. You know all that shit. But it drain your battery though. It do. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Eventually, mess up the battery. That's I think that's a bit excessive. I mean, yeah, you want to talk I would to. The, never. You you want to talk to the person? You're better half a lot, but twenty hours, bro. Twenty hours? Do you know how long twenty hours is, bro? It's the whole day. Damn near. But it's, it's no way, bro. That's what I'm saying. Rich people they do a bunch of dumbass shit, yo. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, they do. Have the money to do that. Um yeah, so we moving in a new direction, bro. But. I'm going to tell y'all, bro. I'm going to speed it up for y'all. I'm going. 
I know motherfuckers want to hear me talk about this whole French Montana, you know, French Montana young thug and French Montana saying he got more hits than Kendrick Lamar. And that's just oh so blasphemous, right? But French Montana may be on to something. Let's talk about that next. All right, man. So let's just go. I'm just gonna get. I'm gonna just go ahead and get y'all the fast version, man. Now, French Montana, you know all this quarantine bullshit going on, and oh, how do I forget this? All these battles and shit. So, French Montana, he battled Tory Lanez and he won. Now, French Montana has his head in the clouds. He recently did an interview with Complex, and the interview in which he said. And now, I don't think he was particularly singling out Kendrick Lamar because I know for sure French Montana and Kendrick Lamar are friends and that is not something that is fueled by music. I know the behind the scenes, French Montana and Kendrick are really friends. Now, with that being said, he said Kendrick Lamar, he could put him up against anybody, including Kendrick Lamar, and he has more hits. He went on to say... If you go to a festival and you put Kendrick Lamar on stage and you put French Montana on stage, his songs will ring off more. Now, for those of you who don't know what festivals are, those are where rappers go at. It's a set time for each rapper, and it might be up to 100, 200, 250 rappers, 250 artists, R&B singers, rappers, the whole nine. They all go to a festival. In North Carolina, everybody knows what J. Cole does with Dreamville Fest and everybody that came through last year, Big Sean, SZA. A lot of people came through, name it. That's a festival. And a lot of artists, just rappers, R&B singers, they come through. So, you know, everybody has a set date, 15 minutes. For 20, you know, for the bigger artists, 20, 25 minutes. So for Sizzle, you get 20, 25 minutes of her. She named, she do all her songs. Everybody in the crowd knows it. That's what the festival is. So he's saying with that, he can go to Coachella, which Coachella is one of the bigger festivals. He's saying he could go there and everybody would know. All of French Montana songs, Versus Kendrick Lamar. And I can't say that. For one, Kendrick Lamar could go to Coachella and perform, um, i say, three songs. No, 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 no. no. I was, was going to get there. Well, I'm going to say he's going to say three songs off his first album. And I won't even go to To Pimple Butterfly, King Kunta, or Damn, Loyalty, or Humble. I'm not even going to go that far. I'm talking about his first album. Three songs. Swimming Pools, Poetic Justice, and Mad City. That's it. Those three songs are going to ring off. French Montana, you can perform Pop That. Don't stop. Pop That, all that. Yeah, you probably going to get a quick ring off after that. That's it. Now, let's talk about the hits part. French Montana has a lot of hits. Kendrick Lamar has a lot of hits. But Kendrick Lamar has been making hits before Kendrick Lamar was even Kendrick Lamar. So with that being said, when he was named K-Dot, before he changed his name to Kendrick Lamar, he was making hits on the underground level. People didn't know who Kendrick Lamar was. French Montana, same thing. He was on a mixtape level, giving us street albums and hits. Now, if you could, if I could find one of my uh, my iPod Touch from 2011, 2012, you would see a lot of French Montana, Future, uh, Big Sean, some Kendrick Lamar. This is right, Section 80, Overly Dedicated, Schoolboy Q, all that stuff. So I used to listen to both of these artists. So I would like to, I would like to think that I know who would win this. Is Kendrick, and it's by a wide margin. That doesn't mean that French Montana is not a great artist. He makes great music, but it's for on the street level. Ken Lamar, you go to a Ken Lamar concert, 
you're going to see everybody from white, Asian, and black because he's more influential to everybody. And French Montana only appeals to one crowd, and that's street people and drug dealers. And it's not bad, but he switched. He switched his sound up. French Montana is not the French Montana he used to be. So, you look at the hits, Kendrick Lamar is winning by a large margin. And his songs are ringing off more than French Montana because it's Kendrick Lamar. And he was, Kendrick Lamar was doing quarantine before the whole pandemic. You never know when you're going to get an album from Kendrick Lamar. It's like Rihanna or Frank Ocean or something. You, you, been, you being a fan of them, you never know when you're going to see them. So when you do see them, it makes it more special. French Montana is very accessible. You can go on Instagram and see French Montana. You can't go on Instagram and see Kendrick Lamar because he doesn't care. And he's more about music and, influent, and influencing young people. If you notice, he almost gave $80 million to the um, Compton Centennial High School that he went to. Did he make that stuff public like some of these rappers would? No, because he doesn't care. And it's more about giving back to the community. That's the type of stuff he cares about and less about Instagram posts. That's the two different artists. People don't seem to understand that. Yes. Now, I finally got that out of the way. Now, French Montana versus Young Thug. Before, you know, Young Thug chimed in and said, bro, ain't no way in hell you got more hits than Kendrick Lamar. Obviously, Young Thug spent time with Top Dog, J-Rock, Schoolboy Q. And they got some songs on the way. They posted a drop on Schoolboy Q's album Crash Talk last year. That didn't happen. But... Young Thug has a relationship with Black Hippie. Young Thug has said more than one time that he loves Kendrick Lamar. Young Thug has said he wanted to be signed to TDE with SZA, Isaiah Rashad, Sir, Black Hippie. Um, I'm not forgetting. The dude, that's, I forgot the dude's name. Star with a Z. But he's on that love song with Kendrick Lamar. They're all, they're all on TDE. Now, French Montana. French Montana, like I said, we still in French Montana. French Montana has had a drug problem over the years. French Montana has had a drinking. Coke, don't he? No. French Montana has had a drinking. <laughs> no, that's the name of his company, Coke Boys. But you like you do Coke. <laughs> no, but French Montana. But let's be fair. French Montana has had a hard life. Okay, he was born in Morocco. You know, Morocco is in Africa. But the people born in Morocco or from Morocco, they are African, but they look French. Hence the name French Montana. He's from Africa. He moved to New York in 1996. 1996 such a great year. Let's give it up for 1996. But he moved to New York in 1996. His, his dad was an alcoholic. His mom, she uh, worked multiple jobs to try to feed the family. French Montana, South Bronx, he went to sell drugs eventually went to selling cocaine and that's how he made the company Coke Boys. Now, 2012 he signed to P. Diddy and he released his uh, debut album Excuse My French with uh, Paranoid, Pop That Ain't Worry About Nothing, all those good songs and if you look at how French Montana has excelled in the rap industry, you would know he had some good moments and some very bad moments. Some people say his first album was a flop. I feel it was good it was a good release, but I have been listening to his mixtapes such Coke Boys 1, 2, and 3, uh, Casino Life, Mr. Takeoff, and a lot of other French Montana stuff. But let's get to it. So the reason why Young Thug is acting so aggressive and all this thing, you knew it was something more. 
I mean, but Young Thug and French Montana relationship has been on the rocks for years. They have the same agent. They have most of the same friends. They have most of the same, um, what was I about to say? Video vixens in their video. Like, but I don't know. Young Thug is saying Meek Mill knows something about him getting knocked out. Meek Mill has this video of French Montana getting knocked out by some of Meek Mill dream chaser friends. Who's to say Young Thug is lying? I mean, Young Thug, everybody can say what they want about Young Thug. But you see, you, you can joke about the dresses and all that. But when Young Thug has said something has happened, it has happened. Now, remember the IHOP situation. Young Thug was the man with the army guns, even when he was with his family. And I don't condone that. But I'm saying he he never folded in the situation when we mentioned Young Thug. So you can have all the memes and all that, but Young Thug always tell the truth and even told the truth about Rich Homie Kwan. People didn't want to hear it. So I don't know, but I'm saying what is said and you can look on hip-hop dx or academics and all this they'll tell you it's about carlay but i think it's something deeper than that i think it's something got going on with the streets french montana obviously has a house in atlanta young thug is from atlanta i think something went wrong in the streets and that's why young thug and french montana went at each other like they did but i don't know we just waiting to see but I feel like it's some street shit going on. And I feel like French Montana felt like Young Thug was trying to play him like a hoe or something. And they they just kind of went their separate ways. So when French Montana says he's better than Kendrick Lamar, well, he didn't say he's better than Kendrick Lamar. When he says he has more hits than Kendrick Lamar, and Young Thug obviously is friends with Kendrick Lamar. Well, they both are actually friends with Kendrick Lamar. But Young Thug came so aggressive, you knew it just wasn't about that statement. So, I don't know. It's just like this whole rap shit turned to WWE. And it's about who cut better promos. And I don't think Simone has nothing to say about this because she was looking at me like I'm crazy, but I've been ready to unload on this for some quite time. So, we are moving on. And, yeah, we both put this whole questions tab thing up, bro. And, like, I don't like how, bro, y'all niggas only use me to promote your own bullshit. Like, no, I'm not listening to none of your beats. I don't like how um, none of my followers are interactive. <laughs> but they love to watch some. They'll watch everything you post on your little story. What you watching for? You not responding? What you trying to look at? Even when I put the fan page up, people went and looked on the fan page but didn't follow it. What you was looking at? People don't follow directions. Ben, everybody wants to say, oh, they love you and they followed your they, they followed your whole journey. But that's after you already made it. It don't matter then. I mean, it matters, but it don't matter for you then. I mean, at least if you was a honest fan and came when you're supposed to and followed directions it'll be much as much of a sweeter story and now motherfuckers i don't know bro i thought at least with quarantine before i was doing it wasn't quarantine everybody used to tell me stuff to say now it's quarantine nobody has nothing to say or nobody like everybody's home so i know you've seen it i definitely know you've seen it it showed me you've seen it mm-hmm. but nobody put a question all these motherfuckers are coming here it's a bunch of bullshit like oh listen to my beats on my page or Oh, go to listen to new hip hop and all that. Like, but I'm not trying to do that, bro. When I'm trying to, when I'm trying, when, yeah, when I'm trying when to, we try to do the promotion. Nobody yeah. signed up for it. When I'm trying to do stuff like that and promote <laughs> local artists and shit, nah. I try to help people. Nah. Nobody. That's how, bro. My first shit with the podcast page, I was promoting local people, and people still just wanted to. People just, they never satisfied with shit, bro. So I was like, fuck it. I start, co- well, no, I start covering the, the favorite. giveaway thing, and I posted on the page. Nobody did it. That's cool, bro. That's cool. 
Cause I know all the people that that's looking forward to the t-shirt shit. You feel me? And they yeah. responded to they responded and people responded to that post. So I know who responded. I still got it in my I still got it in my shit. I got all my polls and all that shit in there. So I know the people that want all the t-shirt shit. You feel me? So they said yeah. they want the t-shirt. We about to drop the t-shirts. I want to see who gonna buy one. Yeah, I want to see. There ain't no scams or nothing. You feel me? Uh, it shouldn't be a scam. All y'all motherfuckers paying for it, all this OnlyFans stuff, which I said we should do. But that's a whole other conversation, you feel me? <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. But, yeah, y'all doing this OnlyFans stuff, you feel me? And all this bullshit, y'all worried about scams. Like, these women are scamming y'all. These women is buying, these women is buying property off y'all, bro. Think about that. Think about that. All these Instagram models, y'all like the damn clown and, you know, call them like, oh, they got kids and all that. What would your kids think? They got to get clowned in school. But, bruh, they buying houses. They can't shit in their name. Like, they buying all the shit that they, like. Trying to buy a house. This strip, these strippers, bruh, these, these strippers are getting OnlyFans, bruh. And they are having multiple houses, bruh. There's no cap. I've seen a bunch of cases. I've seen females that I went to all with. Yes, strippers. And they getting OnlyFans. And they got multiple houses, bruh. Multiple houses off that. And they posting in their story how much money they be getting off their subscribers, bro. Finessing them, thinking they getting all these videos and them playing with themselves and all that. But no, you're not, bro. They taking your bread, bro. And they buying houses. Like, think about that. And y'all don't want to buy shirts and stuff. Y'all think y'all get, I'm going to finesse you, bro. Really, bro. That wouldn't help me if I finesse you in that situation. Trying to grow the company. Exactly. That wouldn't help me. That would only hurt my shit. They're like, oh, that nigga just, you be trying to scam people. They fuck my reputation up. Why would I do that? It's still the beginning stages, bro. People don't want to support, bro. Black people never support each other. Until, until you get on, then everybody want to holler, oh, we was best friends. Oh, I went to school with you. Oh, I knew you. Oh, nah, you don't know me. Yeah, like, oh. Did you know me when I asked you to post my thing, my, my, my page? Did you know me then? No, bro. I don't think I know you. Don't Shit's ask me for no free shirt, no free nothing. Because we got a nothing. whole bunch of shit coming. Don't ask me for nothing. No freebies. That's no free promo. I tried to get free promo to niggas. Yeah. <sighs> you don't expect it though. So. Don't get me started on that recession. I'll get started. Nah, you know how I feel about that. When black people not supporting each other. You know how I feel about that. It's not whack, bro. It's like I get, I make all this progress to still come to this point, bro. Like, I moved it. For the most part, for the for the for the long run, bro. I did this shit my damn self. I was my own goddamn staff. I sacrificed time away from my own family. Shut off in my room doing this, like. I, it took time, like. And, it, I mean, it wasn't overnight to make this progress and reach these people, reach different countries. Like, that's huge to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, bro, you, you you do all this and still your own fucking people. There's people fucking Oregon and Seattle motherfuckers that really like this shit. But my own fucking people locally, for the most part locally, don't even, won't even support shit, bruh. But y'all be the same motherfuckers on Facebook 
inviting me to y'all little company shit. No, I'm not about to like this bullshit. Y'all be the same motherfuckers sending me these spam DMs about this shit. No, I'm not opening this Post bullshit. Post this on your page for me. No, fuck you. Repost this. Post this here, nigga. Fuck you. No, I'm not doing that shit. Fuck all that shit. And to the point, I always want to help people to help me. It's to the point now, I don't want to help nobody. I'm helping my goddamn self. That, that, that's what you just made it, bro. You get, somebody got to end this cycle, bro. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. I'm not insane. And I'm just taking a different route, bro. Simple. Anything else? No, sir, it's about that time. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> we got a plenty of watching our shows. Yes, we definitely do. So, but wait, there's more. <laughs> uh, all right. It's that time again, man. Outro episode. And it's been real. <laughs> I mean, can I get some interactive followers though? You know, if you'll follow your girl, MGP, biggest fan page, my personal page, baby girl mom, go on here, follow me. You don't gotta follow that second one, but. <laughs> really? It's like nah, but I mean, y'all ain't no muscle channel, man. Oh, uh, I mean, damn. I like to get two K, but I thought, well, like, we gonna get two K a a long time. I'm talking about personally, but the podcast shit, nah, that should be iffy, man. I don't care about the followers up there. I care about my personal ones, though. That's the real fans. You feel me? Those are fans who really fuck with me. That follow me personally, not the podcast page. What I mean, the podcast page. Well, if they're real fans, can I get them to follow the fan page? I post the information on the fan page. I'm going to start posting the t-shirts and stuff on the fan page. Yeah. MGP, biggest fan. Real fans, so y'all listening. I mean, she gave you the handle twice. You mean, you know, I'm not the, you know, I use Instagram when I got to, you feel me? Other than that, you know, you get posts, you never know. Like, do not look at my Instagram page and try to predict when I'm gonna post a picture because no. look look at the time frames in which I post pictures. And look at the dates on the three pictures I got. Now, the latest one, okay. It might be an earthquake before I drop another picture on Instagram. <laughs> you know? Like it, don't 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 you anticipate post on Twitter. that. Huh? You post on Twitter mostly. For the most part, you know. Now Interactive Twitter followers, that would make Twitter more fun, bro. That means any tweet I put out there, I get some, you know, somebody responding to it or some shit. Mm-hmm. But people on Twitter be trying, even non-famous people be trying like they famous on Twitter. That's why I like about Twitter. Like, I don't like to recycle tweets. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, oh yeah, I be doing that too. But yeah, yeah, but I want some. That's what I want. I want some, some interactive I want some interactive followers on Twitter. I don't care. I mean, I care about Instagram, but I want some on Twitter. I want more followers on Twitter. 
I get 2K on Twitter, bro. You want me to tell me nothing, bro. I'm just like the man, man. Like, and everybody gonna be responding to my shit. But I, right, I rambled on too long. It's the motherfucking outro. It is what? It is already Thursday in North Carolina. So by the time y'all hear this, I don't know what time it'll be. I'm tired of keeping up with that whole bullshit. I don't know when I'm gonna post this. I gotta let someone listen to it. So to be on the safe side, let's just say. You will hear it when I want you to hear it. And that's the end of the episode. Say goodbye, my sweet lover. Say goodbye to the beautiful people. America. Bernie Mac was. America. We <laughs> 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 ain't talking about Bernie Mac. That's how it was the show. Yeah. Everybody know, everybody know how elite Bernie Mac is, man. Yeah. America. You see what this girl did to me? Who's the outro? I know. But we talking out like that. Episode 73 in the books. The first one with my lovely girlfriend. Mwah. And this is the end. Goodbye, folks. See you next time.